With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. Russell Miami's 11. Do you get deja vu, Lucas, sometimes? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. safe with your new channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do it anytime we put new content on. As always, we thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Today's guest, we've had him on the live show quite a lot. As I said, I love interviewing people outside of London and Essex. And as I said, Lucas isn't from either. Um, I forgot to press record. So that's why we're doing this again. Um, he's, from, he's from the Netherlands. It's Lucas. How are we, Lucas? I'm doing very fine. Thanks for having me. Are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just as I'm just as fine as as a minute ago when yeah. you asked me the same question. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we were just saying, obviously, before we before we uh, I forgot to press record that it's nice that we don't have to worry about West Ham this weekend as we're only playing on a Monday, so that's not too bad. And this yeah, will be on the Sunday, so it's you know, so hopefully Monday, hopefully we'll we'll beat Sheffield United and 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 the world will be a better place again. Yep. Yeah. The, the English do play a lot of games, or so like some, sometimes three times over, like just three three days in between. Then they play another game. We have like sometimes one and a half a week in, in between games or something. But the English do play a lot of games. So yeah, I like we that. do. Yeah, we do play a lot of games, and 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 I mean that's one that's one sort of um, advantage I want to say after having been knocked out of the FA Cup now is. We've got nothing to play for apart from the, our league position. Yeah, so yeah. it's one game a week. You know what I mean? And I think I think we're a bit burnt out. I'll be honest. I think we've burnt ourselves out a little bit. So I think a week, yeah, you know, one game a week or there or thereabouts. I think that's that will do us. That mm-hmm. should do us. That should do us. So hopefully we'll have a good um, second half of the season. I think it's a, yeah, second half now. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's all good. But how have you been in general, man? In this crazy world we live in. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be busy with school, of course, uh, except for for football and etc. We're all online here as well. I assume it's as well so in England. So we're all in lockdown, and I'll just uh, yeah, just uh, be doing online school. It is a little bit cold, so I had to, I had the ability to ice skate today, which was pretty nice. But um, yeah, the temperatures are uh, are very very low these days. 
that's not too bad and 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 in terms of how the you know how the uh, the dutch government is is looking after you it's similar to sort of obviously was the uk government we've been under under lockdown for quite some time now uh has that been the same in in in, in the netherlands as well well yeah i think uh i think to compare both the the dutch government is a little bit less stricter i think the english are more strict but uh what they're keep what they are keep saying in the media and what the like the, the people from the government believe is that there is like some of a British a cor, uh, British some yeah uh, how do you call it some version let's say yeah. some version of the of the coronavirus uh, in, in England they're very scared for it somehow so that's why we're all in lockdown now and trying to keep it as you know as less as possible but uh, well I hope we'll just pull through and uh, yeah get out of this as soon as we can. I hope so. I hope so. It's, it, I, it's, it, I, I hate the fact that everyone's, you know, the all the fans can't go to football and it's all behind closed yeah. doors. And I think it loses uh, some intensity from the players, for definitely from some players. I don't think West Ham is the case, but definitely, so, you know, you'd want it to be a level playing field, I think. And it is, I suppose. There's no one's got any fans in the stadiums. But, you know, some, I think some, some clubs, their fans make a bigger impact than others. Um, and I think that's pretty obvious in the in the tighter grounds, you know, sort of like the Burnley yeah, yeah, in this world yeah. and 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 uh, Bramall Lanes and stuff, and Fulham and stuff like that. So, and I do feel sorry for like the Fulham fans and maybe the West Brom fans as well. In that, you know, they could easily go a whole season um, and not see. I mean, the chances are they're not going to be back by the end of the season. Fans, so they could have gone the whole season without seeing their team back in the Premier League because they're yeah. more likely to be rele- relegated, which is horrible when you think about it. But yeah. At least West Ham are keeping us entertained. We're doing all right, aren't we? Yeah, I'm always like, as long as the English football continues, I'm fine. They can do anything, but not the English football. <laughs> Just let them play. That's that, that's all I want. <laughs> Just let them play. Don't worry about anyone else. As long as the English play, I, and I think that's the same here as well. To be honest, I think there was a there was about was it a hundred days where we didn't have any football, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was weird. That was weird. I mean, even during the close season now, you know, obviously the close season, you know, it wasn't much. It was only a few weeks really from one season stopped and the other one started. But still, we were so, as you said, we're so used to this deluge of football and all these games that, you know, when they sort of turn, turn the tap off, we yeah. didn't know what to do for ourselves, to be honest. But uh, hey-ho, hey-ho, it doesn't really matter. As I said, as long as West Ham are doing all right, I don't think I could cope with lockdown and West Ham not doing well this season do you know what I mean yeah. so it's, it's one less thing we have to worry about which it would is quite have been nice very thing. depressing but uh, at least we have yeah. one thing exactly yeah. we have one thing that's good um, now, now obviously I, I'm not detecting a Cockney accent there Lucas um, <laughs> oh, no. something about it you know I, I'm a bit of a sleuth when it comes to those things so so the question I would ask you is because obviously you come on the live shows and stuff like that, talk talk very eloquently about West Ham um, and stuff like that is, is why West Ham Lucas why is it well, your club name? Well, I, I well the reason because of it, it was back in 2016. Uh, we were going to London on a holiday, and we're a big football fans. So I like to see, you know, I like to watch English football and the Dutch football and German football. Um, and then we figured, oh, let's visit some stadiums in London, you know. And uh, West Ham was the first stadium which we visited. Um, Upton Park still back in 2016, which uh, which was great. I I, I wasn't able to actually go into the stadium but we were like outside the stadium just go in the fan shop and buy some scarves and and, and see how the atmosphere is there and uh, yeah i mean uh, that was that was really great to see and yeah just because it was the first stadium of all 
I figured, well, let's keep following them, and uh, you know, that's that's how you end up getting a West Ham fan. It's it's pretty unlikely for for you know people here in the Netherlands to support West Ham. They they don't really know West Ham, but I do, and uh, I like yeah. seeing them. And it's it's something different than you know Manchester United or or Chelsea or Arsenal. It's uh, it's, it's it's something different, and I like I like that. So yeah. Well, well, luckily, you know, luckily, you know, West Ham was the first. You know, you could have ended up at I don't know Tottenham. You could have gone to Tottenham yeah, yeah. Stadium first, and then God knows, and you're a lifetime at West. I suppose you've got a lifetime of misery being a West Ham fan now, Lucas. But different type of misery, different type of misery. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things, isn't it? It's a weird twist of fate, you know. As you said, you as you said, you know, the first game, the first stadium you saw, that was it. And it, you know, and you didn't even go in, you know. It's just, you know, and I know what you mean. There's sort of something. Upton Park, there was something atmospheric about the outside, wasn't there, in terms of oh, yeah, it was just a, an amazing place. Uh, and it was a real buzz, particularly match days, but obviously even not match days. You know, you drive past and you could... It, I think there's something about when you have... And it, it's indicative of modern football, in fact, that these stadiums aren't around any much now, where you've got sort of a, a stadium in the middle of, like, a town, in the middle of a street. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like... Yeah, that's pretty um, angry. Yeah, like Upton Park or Bramall Lane's the same, and, and a few others where you literally, you know, you turn a corner and there's a stadium, and yeah. and then I think it looks even more impressive because you've got the rest of the shops, flats, whatever around it, and you have this huge thing. If you're going to London Stadium or Emirates or, or Wembley, and it's sort of on its own, you've got nothing to compare uh, it to, yeah, yeah, yeah. like juxtapositioning next to it. So it's like. That's I think that's one of the reasons why you know a lot of people love West Ham because that's that it was you know it's just there it was just like in yeah. front of you um yeah no I get that that's a cool thing to do man that's a cool thing to be like you know in that zone so to speak and you know because oh, yeah. of that you decided to 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 <laughs> to keep to stay stay with us which is which yeah. we love fair play to you man fair which, play to you well yeah which you could definitely feel you know the the atmosphere walking around the West Ham Stadium even though there wasn't a match going on or something but. For example, when you when you indeed go to the Tottenham or something, we felt that the sound was different, and you can see the people actually walking out in front of the stadium, etc. And we were actually going there, and um, that was also something pretty cool. We were going to the stadium, and you know, we were buying a scarf, coming out of the fan shop, and we were asking, can we, you know, look into the stadium? We want to, we want to see if, if it's possible to actually see the pitch and all. They say no. It's fortunately not possible. Uh, we have a they have practice going on, and players are coming to practice, so we walked out, and then you know a couple of players walked by. I think Adrian was and Payet, and then suddenly, like behind us, some other guy just pulled in in his car, and there were a couple of fans standing there, and they they immediately went to him. Uh, so we're, yeah, so we we're like, oh, it's probably a player, you know. And um, so we took a picture of it and had a nice talk with him. A very nice guy. Uh, we, you know, from the Netherlands, oh yeah, welcome, welcome to West Ham, you know, and uh, eventually ended up being uh, Mark Noble. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, marking into Mark Noble in your first day of being a West Ham fan is pretty, uh, pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And that's the thing. I mean, yeah, you're right. They did a lot of training at the old girl sometimes. And um, that's really cool. And I think that's something about West Ham in general and someone like Mark Noble is, 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 is indicative of that is there's a real sort of old school mentality around West Ham in terms of how, yeah, they yeah. Get, you know, so like Mark and Deck and people like that. And that, that wraps off on players and fans definitely. And I think that's why it's often the criticism of some players um, at West Ham is, is that, you know, they don't interact with the player, the fans as much. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it, it's something about that, you know, your upbringing. I mean, Mark was always a West Ham fan. So yeah, you know, yeah. Dick was always around football as well. I think it might be something for British mentality. As you said, you know, it's like 
there's something about the English, the Premier League, and um, and sort of that they sort of smaller stadiums, and there's definitely something about it, and there's something about West Ham as well, definitely in terms of how they interact. I mean, I, I know it firsthand. You know, I'm um, like with ex players particularly. We've you know one of someone I, I know his his dad's not very well, so um, I've I've gone around and. Sort of text a few players, ex player. Would oh, you mind like doing a little video? And to yeah. be honest, they've all they've all come back within like five minutes, you know. And and it just sort of thinks, God, they they must actually like still love the club. They love the fans and love the club. And, mm-hmm. and Mark's indicative of that, definitely. So seeing him on your first day, seeing the modern day Mister West Ham, that's yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good one, isn't it? That is a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, and as you said, once and then obviously you come back, you come back, you go back to come back to Netherlands and watch all the West Ham games and interact on, on Twitter and YouTube. And, you know, so it's almost like, you know, the fact that you had, you didn't go to the, didn't go to the stadium didn't really matter because you've been sort of mm. welcomed into the West Ham family, haven't yeah, you? I mean, been, and, yeah. and that's lovely. That's lovely. I think definitely. Yeah, since, I, since I, you know, made, uh, made a Twitter account, I think it was just a couple of months ago. I actually started interacting with some West Ham people and uh, yeah, walked into you and walked into uh, some other West Ham pages and yeah, it's really open people and really great to uh, really great to see it. And now the season obviously is going very well as well, so the, that kind of optimism is uh, I think also helps with welcoming uh, new fans. I mean, I've been following them for four or five years now, uh, and yeah, it's great to see them play this well now. And uh, I've I've been as well as the new at the new stadium though they were like still building it up wasn't finished the letters yeah. weren't on yet but i have not been at a west end uh, match yet so uh yeah that's uh that's still a dream which still has to come true one day but hopefully yeah. well you know you know when we, when we get you know european football next year and we're yeah, playing yeah, yeah, yeah. ix or, or PSV. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. that will be awesome that will be awesome you yeah. know playing a dutch team and uh and, and seeing the fans going there and uh, hopefully uh you know, I, I know how the, how the Dutch people will react on a little bit, like, oh, West Ham, we don't know that team will probably beat them. But that's, that's not going to happen. It's going to be a great show, and West Ham is going to make any team in Euro, if, they, if, they're, if they're making it, they're going, going to make any team difficult. Like, it's going to be a, it's a great show. Exactly. And so, and so in terms of, yeah, you mentioned very briefly about, you know, the fact that you're doing your online studies at the moment and stuff like that. What, what's, what's the dream for Lucas? What, what, what does Lucas want to do? I don't, I don't say condescending when he grows up, but you know, what's, 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 what's the, what's the vision for Lucas in terms of where, where he wants to be? Well, every Sunday until, until four until six, I host my own radio show on the local, local radio station here. Cool. Um, and I study journalism, so I want to become a national radio host on a national radio station. So that's also why I ask, uh, like, uh, anything with DJs and anything with broadcasting uh, interests me. So that's why I asked why you, how you end up uh, being the, the West Ham DJ, which, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so anything with DJs or anything with broadcasting interests me, and mostly, of course, the radio station. And I hope to grow in, uh, yeah, with my radio show to to grow to a national radio station and uh, yeah, get a you know a daily daily show from Monday till Friday uh, some uh, some day. So that uh, yeah, that's that's my goal. That's my uh, brilliant my dream. <laughs> that's brilliant. No, it's great. It's great. And definitely, as you said, you know, you're doing that by the sounds of it. You know, you're already doing local radio, and that sounds brilliant, man. And as you know, as I said, you know, we obviously you, you came on, you come on the shows on a Friday, and and you know, you always speak very well there as well. So you know, there's there's definitely. It's funny when you talk to people. Um, some people just like not 
it sounds like you know I've maybe doing it for like nine months, but you know when you talk to them, some people just get it. So you know when you're talking to them, you don't have to move the conversation on. Yeah, it flows yeah. quite naturally, and and that that makes a big difference, particularly I think when you're interviewing people. And um, it's the same when you interview ex players. You know the ones that are still in the media, it's a lot easier because they give you all the stories and the sound bites mm-hmm. and they're talking through. And maybe the ones you don't talk so often in the media, slightly maybe slightly more trickier um to interview but uh no good luck to you man yeah i think that's uh so that's, that that was my goal when i was young when i was young mm-hmm. god i'm only oh, 39 actually but um yeah that was my goal to be a sports journalist or, or do some radio oh, cool. I, and that's that so i'm sort of doing it now about probably 20 years on than i should have than i wanted to do it so <laughs> it's, yeah, you great. know the internet you can now can't you, you can just do it and so it's a lot uh-huh. easier yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, I get what you're saying with the, you know, interviewing people and actually trying to push the conversation forward. I, I mentioned the, you know, the differences between people in my, in my own radio show. Uh, some people are, you know, coming back sometimes, but also people who I just interview one time. Uh, some people are just a little bit tougher to get actually, you know, get get more sentences out of it or something. But, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I, I appreciate, you know, people doing the same thing as me and I, I, I can actually feel, think of it, you know, know how they feel. So it's a little bit easier to just uh, push some conversation forward when you know how they, uh, what, the, what they're dealing with. So. Definitely. Definitely. Right. But by moving the conversation on <laughs> now, obviously you've only been a West Ham fan for a few years. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so this will be quite a good one because actually we have, yeah, you know, and that's why I like to interview fans from all over the, you know, all the spectrum from 50 years to, you know, a couple of years, same as yourself. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, we get we the whole point of the show is my hammers devon. So the idea is you put together an eleven of the players we've been you've been alive to see play. To be honest, you, you know you probably seen a few since probably about two thousand and sixteen, really. So it was like five years, but still, I mean, that, we've had some good players, and obviously, particularly now, we've got some very good players. So I don't think it's gonna be a bad team, to be honest. Um, and actually, it's relatively probably a bit easier maybe than some other people's jobs who have got fifty or sixty years of players to try and. Uh, put mm-hmm. together so we're going to try this lucas and see where we see what we come up to with so um as i said the only rule you can pick whoever you want it doesn't have to be the best it could be the worst it could be you know the, <laughs> the biggest injuries you know it doesn't really matter but you have to be alive to have seen them play it's the only rule so okay. you know that's that's what we do so let's start with your 11 let's start um Stop. What am I thinking? Let's start between the goal, between the sticks. In goal, who would be in goal for the Lucas Eleven? Well, um, I mean, for now, I can't other other say. You know, Fabianski is, is is the best keeper I saw playing at West Ham since I'm fan. He's he's absolutely great, and he he's played the the other keeper from uh, from um, from U, from Juventus and uh, the Polish team. He played him away. He's playing. You know, he's he's the main goalkeeper from Poland. And he's actually doing really great at West Ham. So I, I couldn't say any different than Lucas Fabianski. Um, I, I mean, I, I like Adrian as well, but I think, uh, yeah, he is not as uh, as good at Liverpool as he was at West Ham. So, yeah. so that was a little bit like uh, like the, 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 some of the, some of the things that the Dutch media doesn't really pick up and doesn't really follow. Uh, so they're saying, you know, they they start watching at a at a goalkeeper like Adrian. When he goes to Liverpool, and they're saying, "Oh, what a what a what a terrible keeper, or what a bad keeper! He's making mistakes. How could he ever, you know, end up at Liverpool?" But they did not watch him playing at West Ham and actually doing great. So yeah, yeah. that was a little bit. 
uh, yeah, a little bit stupid, I think. So, <laughs> so people. Yeah, well, that's always the case, though, isn't it? As you said, like as you said, and he's at Liverpool, so now he's in the spotlight because he's playing yeah. for Liverpool rather than West Ham. And I mean, to be honest, that's basically our life as a West Ham fan, is that? Thing, uh-huh. you know? But yeah, Fabianski, he's just he's a great goalkeeper, isn't he? He's just brilliant, so consistent. You you know you don't have to worry about him as well, which is a huge oh, thing for a goalkeeper. No, you yeah. you, you can just uh, you, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, it's just a stat, a stat, it's gone, you know, consistent and uh, stable. So yeah, I, I think it's great to, uh, to see yeah. him doing an absolute terrific job. Sure. Okay. Like you put Fabianski in goal. Let's let's go into defence then. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play. Let's play four. Let's go left back or yeah, on the left. Who are we gonna have on the left, mate? Um, putting on the left, I would say, uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, Graswell has been playing for uh, left back since uh, you know, since I'm watching, since I'm watching West Ham, so yeah. I could not remember anyone else on that. Uh, no, that's the thing, and that's the thing, I think, for you, you particularly, you're gonna have you know, some players who have always just played there, so it's like, it's yeah, not a bad thing, it makes your job a lot easier. I mean, Aaron Cresswell now, particularly, I think, you know, maybe half a season ago maybe or before Moyes came back in you know he was going oh Aaron Cresswell but actually oh Aaron Cresswell now he's you know he's the resurgence I mean you've seen his resurgence you've seen when we when he was probably at 2006 he was he was he was great when we signed him and he sort of waned a little bit and now he's sort of reasserted himself and it's great to see because he's a, he's a, he is a good player he is a good player and um, he's just got a wand of a left foot as well. Do you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, oh yeah, his cross pass is great. You know, he can put the ball into the box, and uh, and Antonio can head it in. So, no, it's it's a great player, and uh, I, I love to see him. So it's 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 great. Easy one, easy one. Okay, right. Okay, let's let's go. Uh, let's go to the right back. Let's go to the right side. Who are we gonna have on the right back? Uh, well, I can. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be an easy one again, but <laughs> but, um, but I can. Uh, you know. Uh, since uh, since Kufal came in, of Sufal came in, it, it's you know it's it's really yeah, you, you can really see that the defense has grown and yeah. uh, and and it's way more uh, consistent and getting clean sheets than 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 before. So uh, no, definitely definitely a great signing from Prague. And yeah. uh, I know and I think Kufal is one of those players where you can really see the difference between the Dutch league and and uh, the Premier League because he actually. You know, when he gets the ball, he actually takes it, just takes his time, keep, uh, stays, stays calm and sees where he can play the ball to, to Rice or to Sushag or to, you know, Fredericks or something. But in the Dutch league, I would just, you know, shoot it away and see where it ends up. <laughs> and so that's, that's really the difference between, uh, between the Premier League and the Dutch league. And that's, that's one of the players why I like watching the Premier League. So he definitely yeah. deserves a spot up there. Yeah, it's an easy one, really, isn't it? To be honest, at the moment, as I said, it's uh, we haven't had a a, a a strong right back, I think, for for many many years, and and hopefully we can have it for a good few years now, and it'll make a big difference, a big difference on that right side, definitely. Right, okay. Uh, centre backs. Who's your first centre back going to be? Um, well, the two uh, the two players which are really, which were and which are really growing on me are, are Dawson and Bob Wayner. Ogbonna, unfortunately, is now uh, is now uh, injured. Uh, but uh, Dawson is really growing on me. Like he, every week, he's, you, you can see him getting better, and you can see yeah. him, uh, you know, throwing in front of the of the ball. He actually goes for it. So yeah, that's uh, that's great to see. 
Um, and I think now Balbuena will, hopefully Balbuena will step up, otherwise uh, Diop will do it, but uh, Balbuena will step up as a great player as well. He, he's, he's been at the beginning of the season, he's, he's, he's been doing great as well. So I would say, uh, because of the injury of, uh, of Bonanau with Dawson and uh, Balbuena as two center, center backs, Okay, 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 okay. There we go. Okay, fair bit. Let me just put them in. So we go Fabian Balbuena. So I'm typing them in as we're going along. Fabian Balbuena and, and Craig Dawson. I think Craig Dawson is one of those guys who, do you know what? Fair play to the boy. Fair play to him. Do you know what I mean? He came in, no one fancied him, and he's been brilliant. He's been absolutely exceptional. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I think he's great. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And Balbuena, I think he, he, ha- he came in and was so strong with us. And then he had a dip in form. And then beginning of this year, before Dawson came in, and before, before Balbuena got injured, actually, I think, and then Dawson came in, um, he was, him and Oggy were like, together as a pair, was very, very good. So, uh, okay, right, there we go. So we got Fabianski, Kufau, Balbuena, Dawson, Cresswell. Midfield, okay, let's let's go. And obviously you can pick anyone you've seen. So let's go, let's go left, the left wing, left side. Who's going to be on the left? Um, so like left, left and front, like, uh, yeah, I would say anyone I, I've seen, I would, I would definitely put like the left, left winger, uh, Payet. Uh, yeah. you know, he, he's been, you know, he's been great at this time at West Ham. I know what happened, uh, between the time, you know, when he, what happened when he, when he went away, yeah. but, uh, he definitely scored some, yeah great goals beautiful beautiful goals so um yeah no i definitely uh, liked watching him unfortunately what happened but uh, for for his time which uh, which has been at west ham it's it's been great so uh, yeah i think yeah uh, yeah no i think you're right it, it, and, and 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 people now are, are separating the which i have done for a while since we started doing this recording it seems um that the channel is they separate Piat the person from Piat the player, uh, and Piat the player goes straight into the team. Piat the person is a different kettle of fish, mm-hmm. uh, but Piat the Piat the player was uh, it was phenomenal, wasn't he? Absolutely yeah. phenomenal player, um, and he was yeah arguably the, the, the technically the best player I've ever seen at West Ham, and I think probably for a while will be the best player I've ever seen at West Ham. Um, right, so we put Piat on the left. Uh, let's go the other side on the right. Who will be on the right side? Well, um, for now, I would I would put uh, I would put Bowen there. But I think uh, one of those players like Ben Rama now would also be able to to play on the right. Right. So oh. they're they're pretty I call it, flexible and getting and getting which which wing they are on. Um, but to prefer the you know the more uh, how you call it. Um, the more experience the player has, uh, I would say, I would say Bowen. Both players coming from the championship and West Ham giving them a, a chance in the Premier League, I think it's it's great. Um, yeah. But uh, you can see that that Bowen has a little bit more experience, and I think he's a little bit older as well. Um, but uh, Benarama is great as well. Uh, but just uh, put him on the bench and swear like substitute him in the seventy minute or something. But uh, no, Bowen, Bowen definitely <laughs> be right uh, right winger. Definitely. <laughs> Yep, no, I agree. And he's had a lot of knockers this season, um, but I think there's a. We know he's a good player. Yeah, and I definitely. think he's he's a confidence player. I think that's for sure. So hopefully, he'll his confidence will be 
um boosted and and then we'll see what happens but you know i think he's a great player he's a great player and he when we signed it but he's only been with us just for over a year now and he was you know and him and sujek basically saved our season last season so um i think people people too quickly to forget that sometimes um so we'll put baron in so we've got pi on the on the left baron on the right okay we'll, we'll have a couple in the middle who's going to be your first sort of central midfielder person player thing well, central midfielder person uh, I last week it, it, it was a little bit doubtful for some people who were actually saying hey why is noble standing in but i think he played a great match and be, and because he is actually the person uh you know who made me a west ham fan i can't leave him out there so absolutely Mark noble the the captain of west ham it's just uh you know the yeah it's just west ham uh, mr west ham so he's he's great and he is the one uh, responsible for me uh watching every West Ham game. So yeah. thanks for that. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, for a lot of people, a lot of fans, um, so the less experienced fans, he is, he's been uh, part of West Ham since they've started supporting them. Same as you. Um, but obviously, you, you know, for, you know, you're, you know, five years, for example, where he's some people maybe 15 years, uh, or maybe almost, yeah, about 15, 16 years, you know, and it's going to be a big change when he's not there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Gonna be Not a big before change. when we retire, he, yeah. he stay as long as as he can, and yeah. uh, I think he'll definitely, you know, keep his role uh, of that leadership function he has now at West Ham. When even when he retires, he'll still, you know, goes on with staff and will be there every game. I assume. Definitely. definitely. Okay, Mark. No, who's who's Mark going to partner in the middle? Uh, Rice, Rice, definitely. Can yeah. could leave out there. Um, now Rice is uh, Rice is great. Uh, great player for the national team. Um, I must say that I don't really understand why the English national team doesn't, you know, scar players like Bowen and, uh, and Antonio as well. But I'm not. I'm not the one. Because Lucas, they play for West Ham. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, like there's there's kind of strikers, Antonio. I think he might really, you know, make uh, make teams like like Dutch teams make it really difficult. So uh, I, I, if I were the English coach, I would definitely start to look at West Ham a little bit more with more attention now because there are coming great players out of it mm. like Bowen and like Antonio as I said I think also the fact that we're going to be hopefully in the top top seven uh -huh. you know that that's sort of, that, that that mini league this season that it does bring a lot of them into question you know I've always thought so I mean we might talk we might talk about Dick, uh, about Antonio in a minute so I'm not going to mention too much but oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he definitely gives a different option he, there's, there's no one else like him in the Premier League yeah, um, yeah. from an English perspective, you know, there's there's Traore at, at Wolves, who's basically a carbon copy of Antonio and vice versa. But um, yeah, he's a, and and Rice has had to be yeah, to get established in the team. Rice has actually had to become arguably the one, you know, the one of the best defensive midfielders in the country oh, yeah. to get into the team to be, you know, and, and even then people are like, oh, what about Harry Winks or Eric Diet. Rice, they couldn't clean Rice's boots. Honestly, I think he's a phenomenal player, Declan Rice, um, and he's so humble and he don't shout about it. And he's one of It's funny because someone was saying to, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, "Why don't other fans see what we see in Declan Rice?" Because it's always to see. I mean, you got it on Twitter, you know, Tottenham fans, Chelsea. Ah, oh, we don't want to spend this money on Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't see him week in, week out. You know, you'll sit there and you, you've watched Declan Rice for 90 minutes every game this season. Um, it's the same, I think, when when we like see someone like Jack Grealish. 
Yeah. Why are Villa fans so excited? Because we only see the highlights. We only see the bad bits or the good. You know, we don't see his contribution throughout the whole game. With Declan Rice, we know his contribution throughout the whole game. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. no, it's funny. You know, we, you know, we have to just flip in the argument and about someone else. You go, oh yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, Noble and Rice, yeah, good shouts. Okay, uh, we've got two more spots in the team, Lucas. Who's, who's your first spot of those two going to be? Um, well, uh, the first one is going to be what you said, uh, Antonio. Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, and a lot of people are saying we still need a striker. Well, I somehow, that's 50 50 for me. I agree on it. I also don't. Um, but you could go, go get another striker. But uh, for now, this season, we definitely have to give it to him. He's, he has scored so many goals. Every every game his contribu- contribution has been great as well, just like the rest of the team. And he, he definitely fits to West Ham, and uh, such a strong guy. And you know he can push anyone away or something. It's just great to see. It's, it's fun to watch, and it makes the game more exciting to watch. So definitely, uh, Michael Antonio uh, will be up there. Yeah. Yeah, and as we were saying before, you know, there, there's no, I, I I don't see how he can't. You know, there was that period where he was top striker in the league. You know, since restart and all that type. You know, and all uh, his goals and. And you're thinking, you know, when they're when they're dishing out England caps for, you know, it looks almost like they're putting them in cereal boxes for some people. You know, why can't why isn't he having a call up? You know, yeah, I don't, I I I, I, I never get it. But uh, you know, I I'm I'm not uh, as soon as the Dutch team get kicked out, like in 2018, they weren't even there. Uh, I support the English team, but I don't understand why. Uh, no. Called up for uh, for the English team because, as you said, he, you know he's he's so different, and he's you know we're in the same way that people criticise you know Moyes would not have had a plan B or you know or he's a bit slow. To, you know Antonio is a plan B for England. You know if Harry Kane's not doing it, if yeah. Harry Kane's getting bullied or or that he's not. I mean he's not. I don't think Harry Kane's. I've never thought he's particularly quick. I mean, he's a great finisher. There's no doubt about that. But he's not quick. Um, he's not particularly mobile. I'd say. You know, throwing on Antonio for twenty minutes, you know, and just let him terrorise their yeah, strike, yeah, yeah. their oh, defence. Yeah. You know, I think there's a real there's a real option there, um, which no one they haven't seemed to got you know have, have, have pressed the button on it yet. So we'll see. But no, I, yeah, I think Antonio is brilliant. The fact he's come through from non-league football as well uh, means he really does appreciate. You can tell he appreciates. You know, he really tries hard. Um, some I think previously to his detriment because he'd almost try so hard. He, he's 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 slow. He's not slowed down. It's wrong expression. He's he's calmed down his his runs. It seems he's a bit more sort of doesn't run after everything. There's a trouble last. You know his early West Ham career. He'd run after everything like a little yeah. like, a, like a puppy dog. You know chasing a stick, um, and that that wasn't that wasn't helping him because he's yeah. knackered after sixty minutes. You know he's a bit more. Because he's playing up front in his own, he's a bit more uh-huh. reserved and selective on his runs, and I think that makes a huge difference. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, just like, a shame. Like what you said with the English team, uh, if Harry Kane isn't doing it, you uh, Michael Antonio can be a plan B. I think that that, yeah. that would be a perfect fit for the English team because Harry Kane is you know a, a player in, in all of Europe, which is pretty famous. You, you know, he has a kind of status, but uh, with all due respect, Antonio does, isn't really a famous. Player. Kane is, but if you put him in as plan B, the defense of the other team might be like, who's that? And then uh, before you know it, he has made a goal, Antonio. So that, that definitely will be, uh, Most definitely. Can be a good advantage for the English team. Most definitely. Um, right, okay, so we've got one more spot left. Who's that spot going to be, 
Lucas? Well, I must say, I just because I really, you know, uh, like like this way of, uh, of 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 playing, and for for me on my FIFA, he is like the 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 the, the rescue plan. He, he if I'm if I'm down, and he comes in and he will score a goal. Just put the ball out in the box, and uh, uh, Andy Carroll will uh, will shoot it in. So, Andy uh, Carroll, let me sorry, I didn't mean on out of it. Let me find Andy Carroll. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button. My bad. Andy Carroll, do do do. Lovely Andy Carroll. There we go. Andy. Oh god, why is it my my things come up like peaches with all different? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it wasn't right there or not, too, though, not, 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 not that. But Andy Carroll was, uh, you know, he's uh, when you when you're down one 0 and you need to make uh, you need to make the, the equalizer in the I don't know fifty eight minutes or if yeah. Um He's definitely a great player for uh, you know putting in. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think and, and I, I think Andy Carroll was was again one of those one of those unfortunate players that got injured quite a lot with us and never really had a fair crack of games. But when he he was a bit like Antonio. When Antonio's got the bit between his teeth, he's unstoppable. And that was the same with AC as well. He was once he had the once he had the bit between his teeth. Once he was up to speed. Once he was relatively injury free for a few games, he would terrorise it. I, I love. I love attackers who command at least two defenders because it uh-huh. means there's always someone free. There's always yeah. a, a set, and and he would do that. Um, and he was a good player. And I thought, ironically, when obviously he came uh, when Newcastle came to play us beginning of the season, and he ended up playing the bloody like ninety minutes or whatever. Um, absolutely typical. But uh, yeah, I just thought he was a good player for us, and he was what we needed when we went up. He was what we needed. We needed like a catalyst player. We needed a big player to just mm-hmm. just be there for us. You know what I mean? Just just be the man behind it. And um, yeah, no, he was a top top guy. Right, so that's the team. Uh, let me let me let me bring up the team. There we go, because people moaned about my scoreboards. Let me bring it back in. Right, so there we go. Fabianski, Kufel, Balbuena, Dawson, Cresswell, Bowen, Noble, Rice, Pyatt, Antonio, and Carroll up front. What could have been with Antonio and Carroll? That would have been a b- brilliant partnership up front, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just you know, if you was a defender turning up that day, and you've got Andy Carroll. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Antonio ready to roll, you'd be crapping yourself. You'd definitely go down in the, in the warm up. Um, so, <laughs> oh, I've got Amy. I've got Amy, mate. Got Amy, but no, it's brilliant, man. Very, very good. Um, well, speaking, of, speaking of, you know, uh, it's players who can who can make it another team's defense it, it pretty difficult. It's, you know, people now at West Ham are are uh, are saying oh, you you guys need to go get a striker. Well, if we do. It might be a good shot. If I'm, 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 I'm tipping a player now, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, sale, selling a player. But um, I, I would say, if, if you need another striker, if, if West Ham wants to buy a striker, I would say uh, Wout Weghorst. He's a Dutch player. He plays at Wolfsburg. I don't know if you heard of him, but no, he, he, he definitely will will make goals. Like I know West Ham doesn't uh, doesn't have good experiences with uh, Dutch players. But might give him maybe give him another shot, and he will be uh, a player who will uh, lay every ball in the goal. Like he, he will head in every ball. Uh, you, you should look at look, you should look him up. Like at Wolfsburg, he makes a lot of goals, like tons. Brilliant. Uh, um, he's a fit player. He's 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 one of those players like Carroll who can you know if a defender is playing against him, he won't have a great night. He will be. Yeah. Uh, it will be we love him. Well, so. there we go. Not only are we going for your 11, you're doing scouting tips for us as well. Luke. Yeah, yeah, scouting tips. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very good. Lucas, man, it's been lovely chatting for you. Um, we finally got it sorted, which is great. Um, 
I hope you have a lovely weekend as well, man. I hope you a good weekend. <laughs> Chill out and enjoy and don't worry about West Ham until Monday. Um, <laughs> and obviously, thank you to everyone for watching or listening. Um, whatever you do, give it a like, give it a share. And for myself and from Lucas, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Get those jabs. Come in your wines and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Network. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.